Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. I wanted to talk about the economic impact of Israel's war with Hamas. Um, joining me right now is Professor Elise Brezis, who is the director of the Israeli Center for Economic Policy. Good morning and how are you? Hello, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> right, Professor, um, a lot of different points about economic impact. So one is Israel's war chest, which is obviously going to be depleted. Every country having a war chest. Um, does Israel communicate? Do we know what's happened with Israel's war chest? Well, the situation, if we speak on the economic impact, yes, we cannot speak on economic impact if we don't know what will be the impact of society, meaning that we saw that maybe we go on a very long wall, but it could very well be that the main wall is just now finished, meaning that we will go to a very long uh, period of some work. Professor, I'm not sure. Gosh, okay. So while that's busy reconnecting, if there's anything that you want to want me to ask the professor, then let me know. Three four five one nine is a text line or zero six one eight nine five one oh one nine. Professor, you're back with us? Yes, I suppose that there are some problems. Ah, okay. The, the so you were saying the impact on society. Is the, yes, the impact on society is much more impact, important than the impact on the economy. Because, even, of course, we have a lot of uh, uh, to pay for the defense. Yes. And we have also now people coming back and seeing, you know, that their business is really not working. Yes. We will have some unemployed. Right. We know that the governor of the Bank of Israel yesterday has reduced the interest rate because we are afraid that maybe we... All right, I'll tell you what, we're going to put on a song. We're going to find another way to connect with um, Professor Brezis because this is a very important discussion. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Time has gone 8.32. I'm Kathy Kayla. This is 101.9 Hi FM, the morning mayhem. And uh, thank you so much for joining me. So... We have, uh, hopefully, we're going to give this another try with Professor Elise Brezis, Director of the Israeli Center for Economic Policy, talking about the impact, the economic impact of the war on Israel. Israel having one of the strongest economies um, for certainly the last decade at least. Um, very strong economy, lots of development with tech. What has happened to all of that? You know, when we look at pictures and we understand that we're talking about the IDF, Israeli Defense Force and most 300,000 of those um, soldiers are reservists. That's IT guys, lawyers, you know, doctors, uh, restaurant owners. That, that's who's fighting for Israel. There is going to be a massive economic impact. So we're talking about that as well as 150,000 Palestinians from the West Bank prior to the 7th of October were gainfully employed in Israel. 
what impact is that having on the on the economy? So, uh, Professor Brezos, you with me? Yes, I hope that this time you can hear me. Yes, you are absolutely right. The main we have a lot of very big problems due to this war. The first one is the budget. Okay, we yes. have now a lot of. Uh, we have to pay something like we speak about sixty billion of of shekel that it will cost. And this means that we will face a budget deficit and we will face also an increase in the debt. Now, the second main problem is the one you spoke about, on the fact that people are coming back and they are maybe unemployed because, you know, they, uh, the, the situation is that their company is not existing anymore. And we have the problem of the fact that the workers, the overseas workers, are not working anymore and we cannot hire now people from Gaza. So it's not clear what will happen with construction, which is a main uh, sector in the economy. Yes. And it is completely stopped. So you understand that we have some some economic problems, but as you said, the Israeli economy is strong. We were between the main economies in 2023, so we are not going to see a main problem. We are going to see some problems. But as I said, maybe you didn't hear, is that more than the economic problem is the Social. problem with society, the problem with society, because yeah. suddenly people are coming back, and we understand that we were speaking on the fact that we are going to win the war, that the Hamas will not exist, that we can start again. But this is not the case. We are back to defensive. The Hamas will continue. We will face the fact that many of the small cities next to the border, the residents cannot come back. So yeah. this is a huge problem for the Israeli society and economy. And we will have to take main decisions, and Israel is not ready to take main decisions. Are we ready to close 10 ministries? Are we ready to say to the ultra-Orthodox that it is the end of being in the yeshivot, not going to the army and not working? Is this the time that we can continue as before after this main change? And also, of course, if we were winning the war, if we had, you know, back our captain, if Sinwar was killed, everything will be different. But it is not the case. It is, in fact, we understand that we are going now for years and years to continue this very low but important war against our enemies, and they are everywhere. Yeah. So there is a main change in the society of Israel now, and we are, and this change is going to be much more important than the fact that we have 
a huge impact on the construction sector and some people are unemployed. This we can find some sort of solution. But on the side that the society is now waking up and understanding that the idea of winning makes no sense and we are just going to continue this way for decades. This is a terrible waking up for the Israeli society and therefore we will have to make main changes if we want to survive and to continue to be the Israel we were before 2023. Professor Brezis, if I could make you the Minister of Economics, right? The Israeli Minister of Economics. What would the end picture want? What would you want the end picture to look like in terms of Israel's relationship with Gaza? Well, we we should we cannot take care so much of Gaza. The problem with underdeveloped economies and Gaza is like Somalia, if you want. Those are economies that always it is foreign aid that took care of everything, and therefore they didn't develop their own economy. And therefore, they prefer, in fact, to fight against us instead of taking care of their own economy. What will be important is to make a main change also in Gaza, to tell them you won't have any more foreign aid. You have to take care of yourselves. And exactly the same about, you know, the Haredi, the ultra-Orthodox in Israel. We are not going to help you anymore. This is to be the war of the 7th of October has to be a waiting call for everybody. What has been before cannot continue because we, when we fight, we fight in fact against the wall and we cannot develop. Gaza has to develop its own elite and to try to develop an economy. If they will want only to fight against Israel, so there will be a in, you know, a fight forever and nothing will really develop. The same inside Israel. If the ultra-Orthodox will not understand that we cannot anymore take care of them, that they will have to care about themselves, develop, learn, work, go to the army, then Israel, the economy of Israel and the society, will go against a wall and will not continue a healthy society. So the 7th of October is a horrible and terrible waking call. But maybe it will need to have some main changes in the whole structure of the economy and of the society in Gaza and inside Israel. It's so interesting because, you know, when, if... Just historically, when when Israel pulled out of Gaza in 2005, um, Gush Katif, I mean, that economy which was running there, you know, with the with the greenhouses and and the markets and that that was still running, and and Hamas destroyed it. Well, the the, the Gazans destroyed it. So, uh, you know, seeking for an economy, I mean, uh, it's it's you've got people who. It's in their interests not to develop an economy in Gaza. And you've got people who, the yous and me's in Gaza, who want to have an economy, who want to have a life for themselves and for their children. 
So how do we how do we how do we negotiate this? I mean, not that we ha- not that we have to, but if you were the minister of economics of Israel, how would you negotiate that? <laughs> I would, in fact, negotiate with the UN because the problem is coming from the fact that after 1945, the UN and you know, with you and, and Mula after the war. They have decided that they are going to take decisions instead of nations. Yeah. And this is not a good solution. Probably, you know, we speak on colonialism because I, I would not speak on colonialism. We speak on the colonialism of the UN. They should stop helping and let the countries take decisions by themselves. Yes, it will be difficult at the beginning, but if we won't let them take the decisions, then they will always go. Instead of taking care of economics, they will go on fighting. And the problem of Israel and, you know, there's a problem of the Middle East exists, but you can say that it exists also in Africa. You can say that it exists also you know, Pakistan and not Pakistan, Afghanistan, etc., etc. Meaning that the fact that always after World War Two, the leaders of the world saw that they will take care of small countries and tell them what to do was probably a main mistake. And it I will start, if I have to take the decision, I will start with speaking with the UN and the main countries and say, we have to give them to take their own decisions and help and foreign aid should be minimal. Exactly the same way that, you know, the Marshall Plan in France, in Germany, was not to tell them what to do. It was to help them minimally with some minimal foreign aid and just let them do what they need to develop their own country. This is maybe the main message that we have to understand yes. after the catastrophe of October 7. 100%. Let the countries develop by themselves. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Professor, that is where we leave it. Thank you so much. It has been fascinating speaking to you, and I hope that we do get to speak again. That is Professor Elise Bresses, uh, the director of the Azraeli Center for Economic Policy, the MWWC, the main woman what counts.